Hello, party people! This is the Just Ideas Podcast. My name's Andy. I'm with Andy. And these are Just Ideas. In today's episode, we tell you the untold story of Richie, the dishman salesman. What do you want me to say? Just say nice things about my book. Oh, yeah. Andy's book. It's nice. It's Just Ideas. It's co- yeah, yeah. It's called Just Ideas, and it's by Andy Brophy. And if you're young, a book is like a whole bunch of pages that are bound together, and they have words and ideas on them. Don't insult them. That's my audience. Come on, come on. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you're young, uh, you should read a book. It'll make you feel good. <laughs> All right, sure. We'll do it. That sounds good. Thanks. One day, Mr. McIntyre comes in the living room, and he sees his son, McIntyre Jr., and he goes, Son, a uh, bit of news. We got uh, your mom's brother, your uncle... Uncle Jeremy coming into town this weekend. And Junior goes, oh my gosh, I love Uncle Jeremy. I'm so excited. McIntyre, he's not convinced. And he goes, son, I got to tell you something. Uncle Jeremy's got a problem with the bottle. He's a bit of a maniacal alcoholic, if you will. What do you think? Well, I don't know why it's a problem. Because it seems to me (laughs) there's advantages of being an alcoholic. Come on, this is absolutely, of all the things, this is the most ludicrous. I, my, my vote, I have uh, nothing to do with um, the name of these pod. You, you name each episode, <laughs> That's right? right. But I would recommend as a name to this one, Ben Affleck will always have a girlfriend. You know, he just got engaged, actually, Wouldn't I think. surprise me. Or married one of the two. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me. Well, why? He's got those movies. He's got that insurance company. Yeah. Right? Well. <laughs> Affleck. Oh, my but, um, gosh. Come on. Um, low-hanging fruit. Is that low-hanging fruit? Oh, for sure it is. Um... You know, we're real, my friend, go ahead, go ahead. one of my friends always says, just because it's low-hanging fruit doesn't mean it's not ripe. You there know? you go. <laughs> but, so there you go. Um, so, so let's start with, um, let, let's start with this. So, why is it? So, Ben Affleck will always have a girlfriend. Yeah, he's a movie star. Right? Not just because he's a movie star, but I, I read a statistic close to 40% of male movie stars are alcoholics. Ah, that's troubling. Okay. Well... It seems like to become a movie star, you could harness your alcoholism. Harness your alcoholism. Okay. Well, everybody's dealt, you know, everybody's dealt a a quirk or a feature. Right? Sure. Yeah. And um, you know, so so I am obnoxious, <laughs> blunt, and opinionated. Well, all true, all true. And and I've turned it into a business. <laughs> Right, I have a volume knob. Yeah. I have a certain volume on our podcast yeah. upon which I believe. What What is the total amount of money you've made off this podcast? Because um. the listeners should know you get all the money. Because somebody was complaining to me, "Hey, Yurik, how come you always make fun of Robin Hood and Robin Hood sponsors your podcast?" Well, these are hard hitting questions, Doctor Yurik. I don't know quite how to answer that one. <laughs> so, well, first we want to know how much you've made off the history of this podcast. Oh, you know, it's been less than three hundred dollars, and I have earned only one stock redemption in that Robinhood code. So, I've made—I think I earned a three dollar and fifty cent stock, and then about two three hundred dollars, and then you know, I try and also promote the book, which turns into some money for me. So it's not a lot. It's, but it's but just much. from people listening to this podcast, you got between two and $300? Correct. Wow, I told my class I figured it was 30 bucks. <laughs> Thanks for To that. be clear, you've been holding out on me. Well, that's true. Um, you haven't seen a dime. <laughs> uh, yeah, fair enough. I did get a mug, I think. You got a mug, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So, so seriously, right? Um, it, is, it, is, it is odd 
that 40% of male actors have alcoholism when the rate is much lower in the population, yeah. but there's, there's something about it. So a long time ago, I can't find the article, but a long time ago I read an article, some um, actor, uh, actor slash writer, uh, infiltrated the uh, car, sale, car salesman business okay. and, uh, at, at the low end, like the used car, fast talking business. Sure. And he found out that um, what, what they would like to hire is someone who has the social skills of an alcoholic who's not actually an alcoholic. Well, that's, I mean, what, a, what an ask. What are the social skills of an alcoholic? Well, uh, relentless, oh uh, filterless. Okay. Right? I mean, they, they are, there is a tendency not to have a boundary in concern of how you come across. Okay. So you could always get a girlfriend if you could hit on every single woman you saw relentlessly with with no um, fear of rejection or sort of um, pride in what you might say or not say. But, I mean, gosh, what, what kind of class of significant other are you going to attract by I going didn't with say, this <laughs> well, who's Ben Affleck married? J-Lo, there you J-Lo, go. yeah. yeah. Uh, I think we've already discussed new J-Lo and old J-Lo. Yeah, we have. (laughs) Um, So, well, well, okay. So, but I mean, it's it's a sales job, right? And sales is basically be relentless. And if you're not Mm self-conscious and you don't worry about rejection, you will be successful selling to anyone. (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty pretty brute force way of doing it. Yeah. And... um, and I, you know, and I, and I, you know, probably say I, I consider it not, to, you know, I, I consider it to be a disease. Of course. And I have, um, you know, I, I wish everyone who's afflicted with it the the best in in seeking recovery. And I'm not trying to belittle it. It's just something right. that is um, fascinating. It's a fascinating study, and we are always interested in human nature. Indeed. And um, you know, it's it's also sort of an identity. Well, of sorts. Yeah. And the. Well, I don't know if it's an identity, but here's how you identify them. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. V-neck shirts. (laughs) V-neck shirts? V-neck shirts are almost always worn by people who you would want to steer clear of. And do we know why this is or just a casual observation? Oh, it's the same thing. Um, I assume it's the same reason unemployed people are attracted to vaping and marijuana. It's just... It's just... People in a group have common desires, and the people with substance abuse problems just love the V-neck. They love either the V-neck shirt or the V-neck sweater. With, with no, you can see nothing but the V. Yeah, they, they must feel like they have that little extra inch of skin it provides. Must be you know muscular or enticing to someone else. I don't know, but I got to tell you, I got a V-neck <laughs> undershirt and I wore uh, it recently, yeah. and I, I felt bad. Oh, well, I, a V-neck I, undershirt that's a few drinks a week. A V-neck shirt out in the open that, that's that's too many. It, there, it's, a, it's a sign. I'm not kidding around. Okay. And you, you can see. So I wanted to tell you a, a story about one of my um, one of my old friends who used to help me out in uh, New York City, and he is, is he's a reformed drinker, so it has it has a happy ending. Although oh, great. for a while it was um, it was it was rough, but he um, he went to OSU and uh-huh. he um, helped us out in New York City when I used to take students to New York City yeah. throughout the 1990s, excuse me, into the early 2000s, um, up until the financial collapse, basically. Wow. And all through 9/11 and everything, and uh, and uh, 
and Richie would um, Richie would host us, and he would get us onto the floor of the New York Stock Exchange in the '90s. Wow! When there was no you know real online presence, when it was full on. The, st- the New York Stock Exchange is the New York Stock Exchange. Yeah. And the rules of visiting the New York Stock Exchange are a member. Uh, so there's thousands of people on the floor, but the member is the people who actually own, own a seat. Okay. And the member, the, each member is allowed to bring three guests onto the floor. Just that's, three. That's it. Okay. So if we are going to uh, bring 30 people 30 OSU people onto the floor, we're going to need 10 members, not employees or sidekicks, yeah. but members themselves to come to the visitor gate, yeah. get three people and take them on a tour. Now, to be clear, Richie is not a member of the Stock Exchange. He just has friends because people like him. Sure. That's good. Why does everybody like him? Wow. Because he, as an alcohol, that's his applied, his, his applied thing. Yeah. Very, very friendly. Everybody loves him. He gets 10 people to come over there, and, and, they, and they take us out onto the stock exchange. Hey, it's working out so far. After 9-11, right, it's, um, it's almost impossible to get... There's no tours. There's no visitors. There's no nothing. Now you have to go to the member's door, right? The security guard has to be convinced that this is okay, and the member... He can, Richie can still do it. Wow. Right? And that's the point pretty is, impressive. Absolutely lovable guy. Right, you meet him and you instantly love him, and I don't. And I don't know, you know. I think we've we've done this podcast. I think for, this is the fourth time, and yeah. each time I do it, I keep saying I'm going to try to delve deep to see what it is. Yeah. But but you know he's he's lovable, and you instantly like him, and and of course his life is very very tough sure. because you're dealing with the charming part and he's dealing with. With with the heavy part, but we were um, we we were having dinner down in Little Italy, and they've got all those cheesy sort of restaurants with the big family table, and everything. We got our thirty Oklahomans sitting there, and of course we invited Richie to come with us. And Richie's there telling stories. Everybody loves Richie. Then uh, uh, some guy comes in with a guitar and Elvis hair. Oh, cool! And uh, he's singing his song. In the middle of the song, he stops and goes, "Hey, yo, Richie." <laughs> <laughs> he recognized Richie. Absolutely. Stopped the song Be- to say, yes. hey, Richie. <laughs> yeah. Because every because everybody, everybody likes him. That's wow. that's the that's that's the point of the story. So things are going along for Richie. He he essentially he works upstairs in Wall Street and he knows a lot of people. And in the old days when you had to sell huge blocks of stock, you um you, uh, you, you know, you'd need people to make calls and figure it out, sure. and that's what he did, and, and he was very successful at that. So as the market changes, um, Richie finds himself um, unemployed, and um, I had stopped going to New York, but one day I'm uh, playing my phone message, and um, I get this message. Hey, Professor, <laughs> it's Richie. I'm in Tulsa. Tulsa, very Tulsa. good. Yeah. yeah, it was perfect. Yeah, I, I want to have a tape of him playing that, and oh, I want to play it right before I go to bed. <laughs> so I'm like, all right, Richie, uh, let me let me come out and you know meet, meet you for lunch and, and 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 hear the story. So the first thing he says is, I've been sober for for three years, two months, six days, and four hours. Wow. But who's counting? <laughs> classic joke. Yeah, classic. So um, so he's um, he's back up you know on, on his feet and he's um, I said well what, what have you been up to he said well I got this job selling dish man dish man what are you talking about dish you man? know those dishes you hang on the side of your house 
Like Dish Network? Whatever it's called. Oh, I don't know. It's dish been a while man. back. I don't know what it's called, but it's some kind of dish you hang on the side of your house, right? Okay, yeah. And the long and the short of this racket yeah. is if you can convince people to hang the dish on your house, boom, $200. Hey, pretty good. Okay, because once you get the dish on the side of your house, you're probably going to be sending money in every month. Oh, yeah. Okay? So who do you want to get to sell these things? You want Richie. People who are relentless, people yeah. who can take rejection, people who are unfiltered, right? And, and, and so they, they put them like at the grocery store and they walk around bothering people while they're shopping, <laughs> trying to get them signed up Ugh. for a dish man. What a headache. And eh, it's a headache for the shoppers. Exactly. It's not a, head for, it's not a headache for Richie because he's selling the hell out of these things. <laughs> yeah. It's a natural talent. Sure. Matter of fact, he sells so many, he tells me, <laughs> they're giving me my own territory. Whoa, wow, whole territory. And I said, where, I said where, where is it? He goes, Topeka. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. So he's off to Topeka, and he has, he goes, so they gave me a partner. Oh, okay, yeah, that's a lot of territory to cover. And he goes, she can sell the hell out of these things too. Okay, cool. Which should be a red herring. Oh. So he goes, so I call her up the day before we're leaving. Yeah. And I say, sister, I got to come clean. Uh-oh. I'm an alcoholic. I don't have a driver's license. Oh, that's a problem. And she says, uh-oh, I'm an alcoholic. I don't have a driver's yeah. license either. No, get out of here. Well, how's she going to sell enough dish men <laughs> to go to Topeka right. if she's not got the sales uh, skills that we're all looking for? Oh, my. That's too funny. Okay. Well, the plot thickens a little bit. Of course it does. She says, but I've got a boyfriend. He just got out of jail for drugs. Oh. So he still has his driver's license. Oh, my gosh. They don't <laughs> when you get, No, because when you get run up for drugs, they don't take your driver's license. Okay. So the three of them are off to Topeka to sell, <laughs> to sell Dishman. Yeah, this is the A team right yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. So, so he says, the first thing I noticed, he goes, uh, he said, she's a screamer. A screamer. He means to a say screamer. a screamer. And he said, she's always yelling. She's yelling at him. She's yelling at me. She's yelling all the time. He goes, it is tremendously uncomfortable. I love the way he talks. I love the way he talks. Uncomfortable. Tremendously uncomfortable. Right? So I say, well, how's it, how's it going, you know, selling, selling the dish man? And he goes, you know, well, we're selling it. And he goes, after about uh, three weeks, he said, all of our furniture disappeared. The furniture disappeared. Yeah. Tell him, I don't get that. Well, the drug guy needed some money. Ay vey. He okay. was selling it. He sold the furniture. Oh, boy. Yeah. Then, uh, I don't know how they got out of that situation, but then he got arrested. Which one? The 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 drug the dry the 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 drug uh, the drug convict who was the driving them. Gotcha. Okay. I go. He got arrested. He goes. Yeah. He stole something, wow. and he and he got caught. And I mean, to be clear, the story is, you know, uh, interesting. I'm not trying to. You know, it's it's a sad, a very very sad addiction when it drives you to these things. But it's sort of like. One of the things I think that's interesting about human nature is when, like, I think it's fascinating that, um, you know, many leaders of industry 
have alcohol problems and they've essentially it's just applied you know they do it I'm going to do a leadership program I don't know if you should it's just applied alcoholism that's really what it is you're relentless you're ruthless and you don't take no for an answer and you never give up till you get it I mean gotcha you know it's it's it is the way the world is right and I'm not trying to comment on it say it one way or the other it just it is it is what it is sure so even though I'm not supposed to say that (laughs) I just said it damn and it's on it is proof okay so um He's back out of jail. Wait, he got out of jail? That's what I said. Yeah. You, the guy is in prison for drug use. He commits a robbery. Right. And he's just back out? And Richie's like, yeah. She bailed him out. Oh. And then he goes, and two weeks later, he's dead. And dead? I go, that's what I said, dead. And Richie goes, I know, no more driver. Oh my gosh, that, you know, it's, it's so funny. How, how does he think you're most concerned with his driving? Well, you know, oh geez, um, uh, no, no heart. <laughs> well, I mean, seeing things from your point of view is another characteristic of the alcoholic, right? I mean, that, that, that's, that's, part, that's part of how it goes. So he calls his sister to come yeah. and um, bring him back to Tulsa. And he actually got a job as a waiter. At uh, at Mondo's. Mondo's. And I took the family in. Oh, why'd you do that? Because I love Richie. Yeah, all right. I absolutely, he is lovable. Yeah. So, um, so I bring the family in. And he's like, Professor, what good looking kids. <laughs> he goes, yeah, I'm a waiter now. He goes, so I'm, I'm sitting there with like, let, let's say two three-year-olds and a nine-year-old. Sure. He goes, I'm a shitty waiter, but people seem to like me. <laughs> It's all you need. And I'm like, the purpose, the, the point of this podcast is, yes, everybody loved Richie. Like that, yeah. that was what, that was what the point of the, the story was. And um, I, I called him on the phone maybe six months ago, nine months ago. Really? Wow. Yeah. And he's retired. 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 And, um, you know, the interesting thing is, here's another thing. A lot of, so... Five of the first six Americans to win the Nobel Prize for Literature were alcoholics. Really? Five out of six. Jeez. Okay, Eugene O'Neill, Sinclair Lewis, John Steinbeck, um, Ernest Hemingway, and uh, William Faulkner. All alcoholics. (laughs) So some alcoholics, I think, have the tortured, like they're tortured because of their art and their probably ability to see more reality than most people, which, as we know, is um, is depressing. Yes. And um, and and Richie was one of those deep thinkers. He gave me um, this book to read. You know, it's certainly a, a deep thinker. And basically, what he does now is he reads. He oh. uh, and and it and it, it's somewhat appealing to me because he lives a simple life. And he, I think he lives in Far Rockaway, which is about the coolest name for a city ever. Where is that? Far Rockaway. It's on, um, it's either in Brooklyn or Long Island, but it's okay. it's where New York City meets the ocean far from the city. Oh, cool. Far At Rockaway. least that's how it sounds to me. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and what a cool name, Far Rockaway. I like it. And um, so he, you know, he reads a lot and he sits on the beach. And I love to sit on the beach before the sun's up and as it sets. I don't like beating right on me. Yeah. But I think I think it's a, and, and you know and he, and he so he re, he recommended he gave me a book when I was there one time and it was Cosmopolis hmm, by Don it. DeLillo. Okay. 
And uh, essentially the whole book is this rich guy's in a limousine and he's trying to drive his car across the island of Manhattan. And it's just about the idiocy of modern society. <laughs> and he stops twice to get his prostate checked. That's, that's the part <laughs> I remember. Because huh. we're so obsessed with what's going wrong with us, right? Yeah, so he huh. got, got out of the car twice. Wow. Anyway, um, I'm not sure that um, this explored... The, I think this was, I, I, don't, I, I didn't give any explanations, I didn't give any rationale, it's just, it's, I am sort of fascinated with that phenomenon of, you know, the Ben Affleck, relentless, the, the, the relentless, sure, yeah. ruthless, charismatic, yeah, and, and, uh, and, 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 and what it means. Yeah, well, it's fascinating to me too, and now I now I have another good book recommendation. And uh, gosh, I, I maybe I'll visit Far Rockaway one time and, and shout Richie, Richie, and see if he comes out of the woodwork. Well, I got his phone number, so if you want to go find Richie, <laughs> he, he, I'm sure he'd love to see you. That could be quite the experience. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, for this episode today, it's just ideas. My name's Andy, and that was Andy. <laughs>